All right. And welcome to the Fitness Oracle. I am your host, John Casavos. My guest today is Samantha Jane James from Sam Jam Productions. Samantha is a full-time psychic medium, which she has moved through several venues after over 30 years in the financial service industry. In early 2018, she felt something big was coming for the world, so and she sold her franchise back to the company and retired at the age of 49. Since then, she well. Since she was about 40 years old, it became more difficult for her to hide her abilities. She started giving people advice that ended up helping them, even saving their lives in a few cases. After retiring as an A-type personality, she found it difficult not to work. So she started a new business in 2019 after opening a Patreon channel that was a success right from the start for the, from the very first few months. After she launched it, it became clear to her that her new direction was decided. She was going to use her psychic medium abilities to help humanity, not just for herself and her immediate friends and family, but also to to strangers that she would just run into. Samantha, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. So let's just dive in a little bit here. Um, you had an interesting journey from the financial industry to becoming a psychic mediums. So what was the trigger for you that got you into it? Well, it got to the point that I actually couldn't hide my abilities anymore. I call it psychic leakage. And if you can just imagine yourself scheduling a meeting with somebody that you never met before, let's say that your sales representative, um, left the business, moved away, whatever, um, and you had no sales representative for your product that you were participating in. So the lady who owned the business was going to come over and give you the review you asked. But instead, when she's making small talk, she basically says word for word what you said to your wife before she arrived, before she even pulled into the driveway, like word for word, even I, and I would know when it was happening because I would use language that was not my own. You know how people have words and syntax and, you know, and it was, and it was almost like their family members that were trying to communicate to them through me were making it painfully obvious that something supernatural was going on. And they just didn't care that I was working in my job. Like this was my profession. These people did not book um, a reading with a medium. <laughs> they, they, were, they thought they were going to be talking about money. And, and, and I was good at it. I was good at what I did. But it just got more and more. And some people with their personalities, they felt okay to tell me why they turned white for no reason. When they're, you know, they just looked really sheet white that, that like they saw a ghost, you know, and then they would explain to me that, oh, we were just looking at haunted houses in, uh, in uh, Tinyville. And I basically come in and start talking about how I was at this great appointment with this couple in Tinyville in their um, heritage home. And actually the family said heritage home in particular. So that was another one. Where, and they turned their laptop around and they showed me that they were looking at homes, like heritage homes in that town. 
and they were asked they were discussing whether or not these homes were haunted you know and in comes the financial services lady right <laughs> basically just making small talk talking about all the great families how much fun it is oh and i was even in this this heritage home in tiny i'm making up the name of the town of course in tiny town <laughs> so that's that was kind of the clue for me plus um i um was getting hollered at a lot for my knowings you know in in 2015 i remember being in the kitchen and my husband was watching tv in the living room and, and we have one of those kitchen living room combination sets up where there's no walls and so he's got the big you know 52 inch television on and donald trump and his wife melania are coming down the escalator and um and he's he's saying some disparaging remarks and it's just something in regards to you know donald trump is making a run to be the american republican candidate you know he thought it was bull or whatever and then i reply i can't believe that donald trump is going to be the next president of the united states and then my husband boat near lost his crap because this remember he was running against 15 other people and then i said to him and i said i said oh um well i said if you're upset now wait till you see when he wins the second term in a landslide <laughs> So does this come like in like waves to you? Does it come like, uh, does it come like in like spurts? Do you do like any preparation or does it just spur the moment just, a f just comes to you? I am 24 seven a medium. I can turn it down. So obviously when I'm out in public and hanging out with family and stuff, I definitely like I was over at my friend's place the other day and um, you know, I don't, um, start trying to, I don't start trying to wander around their ethos because that's what I'm doing, right? I'm basically wandering around your business and then I'm pulling out. I, the way I best describe it is um, when I see a flash of somebody and their life and what's all around them, I kind of pull out the things that I notice the most that make the biggest difference, I guess mm -hmm. is the best way to describe it. But just in order to have a normal life with you know, because I, I, I may be, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, just like the rest of you. And I happen to um, exhibit abilities that we all have when we leave our bodies. Like this is something everybody can do when you leave your body. It's just that I happen to have it while I'm in my human body, because I've been able to figure out a way to use my brain to connect with the people on the other side. It's, it's just, it's in my DNA. There's, there's a small number of us all over the world. I mean, this is the way that it is. But First of all and foremost, we are all humans. So in order to have a normal human existence, I mean, I can't be reading my husband's mail all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd mentioned that you had, had, you had to hide your abilities when you were in the financial industry. Well, everywhere, not just in the financial industry, but, you know, hanging out, you know, even like when I was a little kid, I was at somebody's home. And the mother was hollering at the teenage daughter who we found out later on was being molested by her father. But I was in the kitchen and the girl was like, just screaming bloody murder. And the uh, mom says, I don't know what your problem is. And then I heard this man's voice in the kitchen say very deep and in a growly voice, as if you didn't know. And I, heard, and the, and I looked around and there was nobody there. And I realized looking back now and getting the full story 
she was being molested by her adopted father and her adopted mother was turning a blind eye to it. And that's why as a teenager, you know, she was ready to kick the head off of anybody who crossed her, right? But I, as like an eight-year-old child, you know, I was able to um, get information that I really shouldn't have had. And this has been my whole life. And I realized that the majority of people, um, when you just are kind of randomly doing it, that nothing good comes from that because people will either automatically try to make you their new best friend right? Because I don't blame them. I would too, if I could make a medium of my, my new best friend and get all, and pump them every single day for as much information as I could get. I could see that point of view. I don't blame anybody. Um, other people are afraid of it, right? And other people are, you know, standoffish or they feel like I should have to prove to them, you know, my gift. They're not very nice or gentle about it. It almost seems like if somebody were to ask me, you know, what I do. Um, actually, I, I don't actually bring that up with people to be, to be quite straight up with you about that. When people ask me what I do, I tell them that um, I have a hobby channel where we talk about cryptocurrencies, because that's true, we do. Like that's my specialty, cryptocurrencies, but we, we combine it with the woo-woo. Mm -hmm. So you basically have, you, you feel that you have to hide it in order to like kind of protect yourself from weird stuff. Like, why would you have to like, like, like hide something like that? I, 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 this is like a special gift that you have. Well, doing it for a living and, you know, I set appointments with people when I do readings, you know, so it is important that you use these abilities. I completely agree with you. Um, it's just that to do it 24-7, I mean, obviously I can't do it 24-7 because I'm sleeping some of the time, but I'm just like everybody else, you know, I just want to hang out and have fun and be like everybody else. I'm going to ask actually a personal thing, if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, what do you think, of, what do you see about me? <laughs> personal and selfish question. <laughs> well, um, what I would normally start with the way that I would do it is I would get you to tell me a story about something. And this is how I, I could jump, I, how I'm able to jump right into it with a reading. So this is, this is actually a very good question for you to ask, John. Um, and I, I'm not going to do an on-air reading for you because for obvious reasons, okay, right? But I, do wanna, but I do want to explain to you that... Um, if there is something that you want to know about, I would get you to ta start talking about what you do know. And then I would tell you what you don't know. And I would get confirmations from you along the way that I would know that I'm on the right track. You know, like I would say to somebody, you know, do you have, uh, you know, two brothers and a sister, for example. And then they would confirm whether or not they have, you know, two brothers and a sister. Mm -hmm. And then I would describe the personality of one of the brothers. And I would say, okay, is that brother, is he trying to get you to do something that you don't want to do? You know, so that's how it, that's how it works out. I mean, I had a guy sign up for my Patreon channel, like literally within, I don't even think um, two minutes went by after we finished the reading. And what happened 
was that I told him I saw some Asian guy trying to sell him on getting involved in real estate and not to do it. I said, you know what? I said, it's not a good deal. It's not in the country where you live. I'm thinking that it's where he's at. He's trying to get you to put money in. Anyways, it turned out his brother-in-law is Vietnamese and had been trying to get him when the cryptos went way up. I don't know if you follow the market or not, but they just, they went parabolic, like at one point where people literally became millionaires overnight. You heard about the Bitcoin millionaires, right? So anyways, um, I, um, I lost my, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, John, you have to get me back on track here. This is my, this is the squirrel thing that happens to mediums all the time. Uh, you were talking about the, the guy that you were trying, he was, uh, his brother-in-law was trying to, uh, swindle him out of some money because of some real estate in uh, Vietnam, Vietnam. Yeah. So that's what exactly what happened. And then I guess he couldn't believe it because it was so exact. And he immediately went over and he's been like a, um, he's been a very, you know, staunch supporter, I guess, of, you know, what the work that I'm trying to do where I'm practicing and stuff like that. So it's, it's, um, it's a great opportunity for me to practice with a large group of people by actually running a business um, where I'm a medium. And that's what we do is we combine crypto with woo-woo. And literally every single day, people throw questions at me mm-hmm. about everything. Um, and I answer it if I can. Um, also, like even the bombing in uh, Lebanon, the explosion that happened, people were pulling up a clip from my February 13th meetup. We did the quickly, I did a weekly meetup uh, every Thursdays to talk about cryptos. And like, just out of the blue, I was like, oh my God, I said, there's an explosion. And I started describing it. He even brought up the map, right? And I literally described like what just happened yesterday. Wow. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty intense. Yeah. And I talked about before um, the markets went crazy the other, uh, it was a few months ago and I was just there and it almost looked like something hit me and I was like, oh my God, I just got hit by the everything all at once. And I always talk about gold, silver, cryptos, right? Gold's going to go up, silver's going to go up, then cryptos are going to run. And then it's like wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat. And I always say gold, silver, cryptos. But the other week, I said, for some reason, I said, silver, gold, cryptos, silver, gold, cryptos. Well, doesn't silver blow past the $20 mark that it's trying to even get, it's been trying to get past $20. And now it's like at $27 a week later. And so, like I said, the percentage just went nuts. And so this is what we're doing is we're studying this because we watch it happen, but sometimes we don't know until after it's come true. Like, you know, I talked about every single crypto that I've talked about that it's gonna go crazy, it, it literally does. Like within a couple of days, if not within hours. And there's hundreds of them to choose from. So there's a standout there. So it's almost like um, with the new technology today, you can just prove it over and over and over again, your abilities, and but it also flushes out the frauds, which I would say are probably at least 80% of the people who present as mediums. I don't think they are actual mediums. I think some of them are just really good psychics. Do you ever feel like quitting? Just say, just hang up the gloves, say that's it, no more. No, no, I just got started. So I would say I'm probably like maybe five or 10 years from that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, 
you also mentioned that there's a, there's a connection between your spiritual being and fitness. How would you go about that? Well, I find that when I do readings, a lot of times when people are asking me how they can have a better life, I find that, and this is where it comes out as well, that I'm talking to their family on the other side because, I mean, there would be no way for me to know, for example, that they're a smoker, right? I mean, that's a smaller percentage of the population. Um, so I would bring up that about their smoking and also, um, you know, you can't really tell by looking at somebody. I mean, you're, you're more of a, uh, you know, you can kind of see you from, from uh, just above your belly button up right? But a lot of people are just, when I do readings, it's just kind of like shoulders and head. So you can't really tell if the person's overweight or not, right? So, you know, if the person has a weight problem or if they have a health issue um, where exercise helps, I find that the family members are really heavily focused on, you know, getting them to exercise, quit smoking, you know, not abuse whatever it is that they're abusing, you know. Um, and that seems to be a huge priority because if your body's not in shape, then there's no way that you can make that spiritual connection because, and also pain is, an, is another, um, I would say, bugaboo when it comes to trying to um, make a connection with your spirit. If you're in pain and you have that kind of distraction, that can be very difficult as well. I completely agree with that statement. I mean, I remember when I was in like uh, severe pain, not physical, but just more like uh, like up in my head kind of psychological pain. Like uh, there was no connection between uh, body and mind and spirit. There was nothing there. Yes, so. that's interesting. You mentioned the mental pain. Um, you know, some of the people that I do readings for, it's not even so much for the reading it's for uh, them trying to manage their mental illness. Like they have a lot of paranoias, anxieties. Um, sometimes they don't know if something's real or not. And by having a conversation with me and what I do is I tell them mundane details about things that I wouldn't know. You know, maybe how old their sister is or how long she's been dating that guy or, you know, that they're thinking about moving into a new house or who owns the white car, oh, it's fancy. You know, like those sorts of things. And they're like, oh, that's my car. And yes, it's a Mercedes. And, you know, these sorts of things that make them say, hey, she really is honing in on me and my experience, my ethos. And she has something for me. She has something to tell me that when she's done, I'm going to be able to walk away with some, some information that is going to help me for my future. Um, this whole conversation is actually leading to exactly where, where, uh, where I want to go to. So you and I both know that leading a half happy, happy life is also not, is also having not to worry about paying the bills. Right. Oh, absolutely. Do you see another lockdown happening and how do you see it impacting the livelihood of middle-class America? I don't see another lockdown happening. I, I did see that they would try. I was asked this a while back um, when COVID first hit. And they said, they asked if COVID would, you know, reoccur. And I said, yes, around no November it will reoccur. But 
um, first of all, we're going to get a vaccine really early and some really good treatments for it that will lower people's level of fear because a lot of it is really fear factor, right? When it comes to the fear that's been created by the media, you know, we could, we could do this, but instead exchange the, the car accident numbers. You know, I was looking at, um, me and my family are looking at, looking at migrating to um, Texas and someone started talking to me about, um, you know, the tornadoes in Texas. And I said, well, I said, how many people are killed every year by tornadoes? Do you know how many people are killed on our roads every year from ice and snow? You know, we have a lot of people killed in car accidents. Man, I've been on that 401. Like that's harrowing. Oh my God. Like, you know, COVID-19, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> have you driven on the 401? You know? Oh, Jesus, come on, people. Like, you know, get a life or find someone who has one. I mean, what are we going to do about this? They're, you can't go into lockdown again because people are like financially melting down, you know, and there's way too many bad things that are happening as a result of things being closed. I mean, you know, the kids have got to go back to school. I see the kids going back to school. Um, and if it doesn't happen in September, it's going to happen not too long after that. Like they're definitely not going to be furloughed until December. That's for sure. But it's different parts of the world, right? It depends on what state you are in the U.S. It depends on which province you are in, in Canada. Um, different parts of the world are handling it different ways. But I'll tell you one thing that's coming for sure is that there is a great financial depression coming to kick everybody's pampered ass. I cannot believe people thought they could take all of this time off of work, you know? And it almost seems like the financiers who already long since spent the pension money, you know, everything was just thrown in the pot as an IOU. Nobody paid it for anything, really. Tremendous amount of waste, corruption, and it was finally all coming to a head. What do you do? make something up now don't make it up completely because you know you'd be an idiot to do that just pick the um the next pandemic because they do roam around every two to four years and then all you do is you just get a counter like a death count keep that death count going with the media and you know i even predicted how the um virus was released way back before anybody knew anything because remember this stuff is taped live on my channel and I get questions about stuff before it even unfolds. I mean, we were live when Iran was shooting off missiles to Iraq to the, the, and, and hitting the American bases. And people thought it was World War III and I, it was happening live. Well, I was on a live stream with my group. They were the ones who told me, you know, Iran is bombing the American soldiers. And one woman was like, my husband thinks it's World War III. Oh my God, he's loading the gun, right? <laughs> she was just, you know, everybody was losing their minds. And I was like, don't worry. I said, um, no American soldiers are going to be killed and there's not going to be any war with Iran. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. That you just dumped a whole bunch on, on me right now. That's, that's amazing. Um, so, you actually touched up on one thing with this with this giant depression coming up. Uh, you're not the first one to say it, but you might have been the first one to predict it. I'm not going to give you. I'm. I'm I'll give you that. 
what can you tell people out there that they can do right now to limit the impact that it's going to have on their livelihoods? Okay, well, first of all, um, I would look into things from the depression era that did well. You know, the lines of work, the things like my friend owns a plumbing business and I don't care what the economy is like, you're still gonna get clogged toilets, right? You're still gonna have, you know, pipes break, freeze and break in the middle of the night and you still need a plumber. You know, you still need an electrician. Um, you know, uh, overall usefulness is important. Nowadays, uh, computer tech, I always tell people, try to expand your uh, knowledge so that you can fit the new economy that's coming. Um, I, I was a big predictor on the uh, precious metals, gold and silver and physical. Um, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. I predict that the paper market, and I've been predicting that for a few months now that I felt it was gonna break apart. And that once um, the physical deliveries couldn't be bet by the COMEX, I call it, I say the top is gonna come off the COMEX, paper's gonna go to zero, gold's gonna go to like $50,000 an ounce, you know? Um, I said once it went over 2,000 that it was going to run really fast to five. It just hit 2,000 yesterday, and I think it was already at 2,050. So all of this financial stuff, this is simple for me to look at and understand and give people advice. Um, you know, your, your assets, hard assets like homes, um, like I haven't sold any of my homes because I was expecting inflation. And uh, that's what's happening. There's actually a bidding war now going on in my area of the world. That it's, I think it's the first time that this has ever happened while I've been in the real estate industry. But I told my, I, I mean, meaning that, you know, buying and selling property. So I've been doing that for over 30 years personally. And uh, I've never seen this before, but I knew it was coming. That's why to my husband's chagrin, I did not sell our primary residence on the lake last year like he wanted to. I was like, nope, let's just hold off, right? And, uh, now it's like a feeding frenzy. So um, hard assets, um, what I'll do with that money when I get it is I'll put it in more hard assets. Just in, in probably, I'll probably buy something in Texas. It's like I'm gonna buy, I'm selling stuff because we're moving, but I, I wanna keep it in real estate. I don't wanna keep it in the bank. Um, so yeah, just stick with hard assets and I think even classic cars, things like that. People, the, the scared money is gonna run into the precious metals and cryptocurrencies and real estate in North America, because it's safe here. And in for some parts of Mexico. So stay out of Europe. Oh my God, there's gonna be a civil war in Europe. I predicted Paris years ago. I sent a Facebook message to one of my cousins. I actually showed that in my predictions video, one of my early ones. I showed people the um, screenshot from uh, two and a half years before the riots in Paris started, because I was concerned where my aunt and uncle were going to Paris and they're just, they're just old people, right? Cause I mean, I'm old, so you can imagine how old my aunt and uncle are. So anyways, I was very concerned and I said, you know, they won't know about this going on. I said, and one day they'll just come out of their hotel room and there'll be a violent riot going on, you know? And I kept saying that Europe was on fire. And, and now that you look at it, you say, well, they're burning stuff down. They're, and then when you think about the tear gas and the flashbangs that they're using, it's all smoke. So that's what I saw from a bird's eye view looking at Europe as I was like, Europe's on fire. Like you have to get out of Europe. 
and the UK, they're going to have um, they're going to have food insecurity because the British pound is going to go in the toilet completely, and they're not going to be able to buy the food they need. Wow, um... crazy stuff going on. But I have a solution, so everybody can just relax. It's all going to work out in the end. Well, you just you you might have just changed my plan for next summer. Oh, were you going to Europe? <laughs> I was supposed to go to Greece for two months to look to buy a buy a buy an apartment uh, in my mom's area, but uh, uh, yeah, to... you know what? Greece will be one of the places. You know, like nothing really bad can happen in Greece now because it already has happened. Um, I'm thinking about France, Germany, Belgium, like places that currently are not totally and completely melting down. But again, if there's food insecurity and in, in the financial um, world is melting down as well. And there's a lot of things like, you know, you, you could fly there and then you could find out that your airline has gone bankrupt while you're over there. That has actually happened. <laughs> That's a different story for a different topic. Isn't that crazy that I mentioned that though? I say that to people all the time, like crazy stuff like that. And they're like, that has actually happened to me. I'm like, Okay, yes. And it, that th this is the kind of stuff when I would go to people's homes, I would say random crazy shit like that. And then they would be like, that has actually happened to me. And then I would just, and by the time you do that a second time, you need to just stop talking. <laughs> no, it hasn't happened to me, but I know people who have actually hopped on a, uh, this, this new airline that was uh, owned by a, actually, uh, actually by, by a priest here in Toronto. And, uh, uh, everybody flew there thinking, oh, we got cheap tickets. I'm like, nah, you know what? I'll just stick with Air Canada. I got a really weird feeling with this guy. This guy's just shady, even though he's a priest, but he's still shady. So all these people went to Greece with this new airline. And before the summer was over and everybody was ready to come back, airline went bankrupt. He went somewhere with the money and everybody was stuck in Greece. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That was a good call on your part. Very bright to say if it's too good to be true, it usually is. And uh, when you entrust your your uh, travel plans to a brand new company like that, these things can happen. But I'm glad that uh, it worked out okay for you. But yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about going to Greece to buy um, an apartment. I mean, there are some really good prices there, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And they've, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that you said that there's not a lot of things going on. Uh, Greece is going to be okay because they've lately with Turkey, they have been going at it. I mean, it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, they were ready to start a war with Turkey. And it was like Europe that told them, okay, just got to back off right now because they're get, we're, we're, we're getting involved now. So, Yeah, I think they'll be fine. I think that there's going to be bigger fish for Turkey to fry very soon. I, I hope have so. To be interested in Greece. I'll <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> no bigger problems for Turkey coming. I wouldn't be there either. I wouldn't go anywhere near the Middle East at all. I would just stay away from that whole mess. Because remember, the Americans are not going to be in there to temper it now. Yep. But yeah, I get so much information about that. I'm like, yeah, I just got to stay away from that. That's really crazy um yeah so next question <laughs> okay next question yeah let's move on <laughs> so like 
there is a lot of uncertainty. I think you actually kind of answered this. Um, what's the one th- coming up in like September and October? What's the one thing that you could tell people to help them not be that afraid of the the flu season coming up? But we touched up on it a little bit with the vaccine. Is this fact? Do you see this vaccine being you know this quote unquote evil that everybody has uh, labeled it to be? No, no, it's no, it's no more terrible or worse than, you know, any other vaccine. Uh, but myself, I only wear, like I went to the hairdressers today and I wore, I wore the mask because I had to, right? Um, I was going to physio to have my knee worked on. It's doing great now. And I told her, I was like, I'm just wearing this mask so that I can get my service. I don't actually believe in any of this. I don't. I know it's no, I, I'm not any more worried about it than I was about H1N1 or SARS. You know, I feel that those are risks. Um, but, you know, again, I do, I do snowboard. So, I mean, that just kind of says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm not yeah. wearing a mask, I snowboard. I snowboard the backside of Whistler. How about that? <laughs> that was pretty crazy. They don't even have a, pro- when I was there, they didn't even have a proper lift. They had like one of those, uh, you know, like you have the line that you just kind of sit on. I was like, this is crazy. We're like at a 45 degree angle and basically getting dragged up the backside of the mountain, you know. It's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> but in a good way. It's in a good way. Yeah, so I don't, I don't wear my mask. I don't worry about dying from COVID-19. Um, and I think that if you're somebody who is elderly or... Um, you know, high risk, then you should just quarantine yourself. And that's the right way to go about it. I mean, you can't ask an entire society to um, sacrifice itself and its children, you know, because you're 80 and you're you're afraid of, you know, a flu or something being the thing that does you in. There is something that's going to do us all in. We all know that. Um, And I, and I don't, I'm going to tell you that I don't think there's too many people, 80 year olds out there who would expect us to go into financial ruin in order for them to like maybe not get COVID-19 because they're thinking about the kids. Some of them weren't getting any meals when they weren't going to school, certainly not the number they were used to. Um, There's so many bad things that are happening to society because um, people can't go to their jobs and kids can't go to school and everything's upended and I really do think that it's evil from the pit of hell and um, you know, everybody participated in it happily. So I just have to say that what's coming next is not going to be very good. It's not going to be happy times, um, but it's what it's going to, it's what it's going to take to fix the evil in the world. Because I'll tell you right now, it's, it's pretty bad. Like I see in the ethos and around in that sort of realm, like what's going on. And I'm telling you, and I just, like I said, everybody participates in it. If there, are there, there's not too many more, there's not too many innocents anymore. There's such a large percentage of people who participate this in one way or the other. Yeah. And I'm like you, unfortunately, I have to wear a mask because. Yeah, I, I, just, felt, I, I felt bad. My hairdresser, he has to wear a mask. He went and he got a really good one. So that, you know, and that's what I mean. It's his job. And, and in order for me to get services, I have to wear a mask. And the thing is, is I explained to somebody one time, I said, you know, how would you feel if you were the only one who was sane 
in an insane asylum and even the doctors and nurses were crazy. You know, how would you feel? I mean, and I know that I'm, I'm right because the stuff that I predicted all comes true. I even predicted that it was, they thought it was North Korea that did the Twitter hack. I said, it's some teenager in the US. Again, timestamped, right? That's literally what I said. I, I forgot all about it. And then somebody sent me the link and they're like, you're right. One of them was a teenager through the US. You know, I mean, I cover probably, I don't know. I, I get asked um, through all of the live streams I do at least a hundred different questions a week on a, so many different subjects. And then I just go off on these blabs and then it's timestamped you know, and these things come true. And, um, you know, but the good news, again, I look at the silver lining and I say, well, you know, um, what good is gonna come from this? Well, the financial system's going to collapse, but everything's gonna move over to blockchain, right? Bitcoin, but the blockchain, the technology where it's trustless. And so no, it can't be manipulated any longer. You know, people can't steal and give the money to their banker friends and screw the little guy, you know, What's happening right now is everybody over the age of 50, you're losing your assets. Mm -hmm. You notice how I slipped that through there so we don't get the beep. <laughs> you're losing your assets. <laughs> you know, inflation, right? Inflation is coming to kill everything you've worked for. That pension that you paid into for 30 years, gone, right? Where do, you, where do people think that's gonna come from? You know, these fantasy pensions. It's like, you know, nobody's gonna enslave their children so that you can have six or $8,000 a month in a pension, like more than what the average worker could ever dream about. You know, it's just not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the good news that's gonna come from it is that, you know, the abuse that's been going on for quite a number of years, the unfairness of it all, that is all gonna come to an end and we're going to go through a period of renaissance that is just unbelievable. And the good news is that America is going to lead that charge. And so, you know, because America survives and is a beacon, then that helps the entire world. So that's the good news about it all. So I don't want people to be too afraid or anxious, but I want people to know that they, they participated in this willingly and it's absolute craziness. This COVID-19 is no different than H1N1. They used it because they were stealing your money and you know you sat there like sheep and you just took it and you believed everything they said, even though there were signs that there was something wrong and you need to pay attention. So that's my, that's my message to everybody. Like wake up and smell the coffee, like pay attention to what's going on. And I'm not some, I mean, I'm, I'm not American. You know, I don't have a political affiliation. I don't practice a certain religion. I just, I can read minds and I can see the future. You know, this is what I do. And I do it very, very well. And I prove it uh, by having time stamped live streams because there are so many frauds out there. It makes people like me look bad. So I make sure that it's undeniable, you know, that I do have these abilities. And I just want people to listen to me and say, you know, start taking control and start making some good decisions and stop believing everything that you're told and turn off the news. Do not listen to the news. They're part of the problem. You know, they're the ones who have been bought by the groups who basically have fleeced society, you know, because, you know, you don't have, um, you know, we don't have racism in society. What we have is we have, we have rich and we have poor. Right, and this is the rich 
lean and pushing down the middle class into poor so that they can have more themselves because what I apparently I guess what they have is not enough but that's not going to work out for them it is going to work out for us the little guy and that's the good news so probably depending on where you live the crap will last four to ten years um, America is going to flip the switch and come out of its situation right away though because of the American president I mean too bad you other countries didn't get it together and elect a proper leader either. I mean, they didn't, nobody elected a proper leader. So you're gonna watch America flourish and the gov other governments will um, struggle and collapse and you guys will get off your bottoms and uh, elect some leaders who are actually gonna do their job and stop taking advantage of the little guy. Yeah. I have uh, my own issues with my with our leader here up north of your border. He's not the uh, he's not a leader. He's a puppet. And I I think there's a lot of Canadians out there that are that whoever the Canadians listening they they all know that what I'm talking about that it, that it's the truth because this guy is just uh, I think one guy said it uh, the uh, the best he is a Mexican American born. Mexican lives in Scotland in a castle and he likes using the word cunt. So that pretty much sums up our prime minister up here in Canada. <laughs> well, I think he'll be out in the next election. I think that, um, I, I don't even think that the actual population of Canada elected him. I think the popular vote went for the opposing and it was just, but it's the same, the same thing can happen anywhere in the like in the US they have a republic and you can actually have a situation it just has to do with the number of seats um, or in in the Americans case the electoral college so and that kind of stuff can happen uh, but I do think that the fact that America is going to come out of this tailspin um, rather quickly and I had always uh, predicted that America would go. And I, I said, I even said that real estate wasn't going to go in the toilet. I said, nope, sales are going to go up. You know, mm -hmm. and people were like, well, how can that be? And I'm like, no, it'll be, I said, it'll be like the economy will be open for business and it would be, it's going to be like jet engines, man. <laughs> you know, and thankfully Canada and Mexico being neighbors to the United States will get some of that, you know, the scraps that fall from the table. You know, there will be some advantages to being um, neighbors to this country that at least had the ability to um, elect a leader. Um, and oh, the reason why all of these lies are being told about him and everybody is railing against him. And oh, by the way, I did predict the number of seats that he was going to win. And I said that it would be 306 after um, a lawsuit. I said, there's gonna be lawsuits. They're gonna try to you know, safe face and at least get a few seats for the Democrats. I said, but they will not be successful and it's gonna end up being 306. And then that was, I think it was with that, that the decision was made to start my channel. That's a good, that's good. <laughs> uh, so just yeah. switching gears here, uh, where do you see Sam Jam Productions in the next five years? Well, um, you know, hopefully, I keep growing the business and I would like to do um, regular broadcasts to everybody all around the world and answer questions people for people live um, on screen 
you know, where people can get the experience and people would just subscribe to it and be able to get news and information from somebody who's like literally in the know. And um, when I'm working on a couple of formats right now over on my Patreon, I have Ask a Medium. I'm doing really well with that. Um, people ask me questions like personal reading questions. And then their only rule is they have to be in the chat room so we can do a little bit of back and forth. Um, you know, cause sometimes I, like I said, I have to confirm to make sure I'm not like reading the person next to them kind of thing. So, um, you know, I have that format. I've got one where I'm reading the news. I've got another one that's the cryptos where we discuss it. And the other one is um, Rudy's Psychic Meetup, which is under Sam Jam Productions on YouTube. And that also is going to podcast as well. And that's where we combine, we, we just talk about purely woo woo. Um, and so I'd like to see that combined out of my own website and just literally can travel around anywhere. I'll just do it all over my laptop and I'll be able to, um, you know, just help people deal with whatever it is going on in the world and be able to give them information and at least give them a heads up, you know, because a lot of people were able to, um, you know, get out of situations before it's come up. And I know somebody was able to sell their house in Amsterdam very quickly. And they actually scored a really good deal um, where they moved in the United States. They were migrating back to the US where they were from. And, um, you know, it felt so good to be able to give them that kind of direction. So I'm looking forward to, you know, my format continues to grow and change based on feedback. And I expect in five years that um, that there will be many more households who know who Samantha Jane is. Cool. I have no doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> How about you personally? Where do you see yourself personally in five years? Oh, well, I hope to have um, at least, you know, one of the kids will definitely be up, up and out by then. Um, she's headed to university in uh, 2021. 22 so around there um and i i still have a i'll still have a minor child in the household in five years so hopefully he won't be giving me and my husband too much of a problem um, but it will be easy for the three of us to travel and you know go wherever we need to go and i just sort of um i really don't know from one year to the next exactly what i'm going to be doing i mean i just take direction from the people on the other side and I've definitely discovered that they only give me information on a need to know basis. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, I know I've asked you this question before and uh, because we were talking about like uh, energy, I can't remember the exact conversation, but it had to do something with that, with, with energy, the, the strength of the energy. It's been known, this is going to be like a woohoo kind of question. But it's been known that certain areas in the world are epicenters of major energy. Have you ever been to anyone, any any place? Like I know there's there's a couple places in like New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, uh, Colorado. These are really strong energy places. Have you ever like been there? Felt anything? Well, I've been to many of the places that they've said are magical and what have you. And um, on the other side, there is no space or time. So the fact that there is no space, you would see that, um, that it wouldn't exist consistently in one place. 
for any length of time. So when people say that, I think that it's just one of the many things that are made up um, in the woo-woo world. It's just things completely, like one guy said to me that he was told that his chakra should tingle if he, and I'm just like, yeah, that's just made up stuff. I told him, I said, chakras are real. Absolutely, they're real. But don't let you, don't let anyone tell you that because it's not tingling after you do the exercise that, you know, you're not affecting it. Just intentions alone. Just the fact that you even know it's there and know where it is and can use your mind. I mean, that is uh, leaps and bounds. I mean, people, they um, don't understand how powerful their mind is, I think, when it comes right down to it. But that would be a subject for another day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I I just thought I would just ask that because I'm like, that's... uh... I'm really, really interested in that kind of stuff, like um, uh, ancient architecture and how they got stuff moved from one place to another with like chicken bones and pickaxes. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh, you know what? Actually, I know we have to to finish this up soon, but I'll tell you something that just happened the other week. Two week, we were watching, uh, we were talking on Rudy Psychic Meetup, and someone asked the question about. Um, they said that there were some sort of writings. And that um, there, you know, that the stones for the pyramids were moved by aliens, and that they used and that they used music. And I said to the person, I said, "Well, I said no. I said they used um, vibrations. They used sound. And what happened is because of the humming noise. And I was actually seeing it, right? So what happens is it's almost like they open up um an area in my mind and i start to see the picture and they're explaining to me how it works because i have not got a clue about any of this stuff like there's no way that i would know anything i just you know i like literally look at them and go so what's that all about people on the other side right and then if they feel the need to tell me so anyways i explained that to them and i said the person the ancient person who was writing about that it appeared to them that it was music because that's what they were familiar with Right. So just like they used to describe, you know, if they saw airplanes in the future, they described them as silverfish in the mm-hmm. sky. Right. You have to use what you know. So anyways, it wasn't I don't think it was more than a few hours later. Elon Musk out of the blue tweeted the pyramids were made by aliens of right. Obvious. Right. And so somebody said that to me because there's been a lot of stuff like I talk about something about Elon Musk and Doge and then he tweets about it. And so it's become a game on our channel now. When I talk about Elon Musk and that he does it, they're all like, they're like, you, you must know him. I'm like, nope, no, nope. <laughs> I just know of him. And there just seems to be something crazy going on there. But again, it's all timestamp. But I thought I would share that with you because of um, the answer that I did get with that. Yeah, the, they were built by aliens and they used vibrations or sounds that the, the, um, the equipment they used emanated a vibration. And so sound waves are what picked up the heavy rocks. And because they would hear different tones and sounds and it would sound musical to them. That is so cool. That is so cool. Uh, so I asked this question for all my, all my guests on my show. Um, if you could pick up the phone right now and call yourself at 20, when you were 20 years old, what would you tell yourself? Um, I would tell myself to start practicing my mediumship and not care about all of the no, all of the no people. 
know, no, 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 you can't do that. No, no, you can't do that. It's from the devil. Don't listen to those no people. Do what you want. <laughs> cool. Uh, what keeps you up at night? Oh, nothing. I sleep very, very soundly because my I'm I, every day is there's so much mental exercise for me, and then physical as well. I, I have two dogs. One of them's a puppy, a puppy Rottweiler. So they're quite large, even when they're nine months old. So um, it's very difficult to walk both of them. So I have to walk them separately for you know 30 to 60 minutes, and uh, so I'm very tired and I. I think that it's so important to have that regular exercise and also just live an authentic life to the best of your ability. And if you, and if your job sucks and, and, or you hate your family, you know, find something to um, get interested in that, you know, gives you that, that skip in your step every day that you look forward to. Um, even if it's listening to your podcast. That's so cool. Uh, and where can people find more about you? Well, I have a Patreon hobby channel under Samantha Jane James. So if you go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com or slash Sam Dam, you should be able to get me directly there. But again, if you just go in the search and go Samantha Jane James and they'll say um, crypto hobby channel, that's the easiest way. Or if you're big into YouTube, um, you know, do search under um, Samantha Jane Crypto Psychic Medium or um, Rudy Psychic Meetup, and you can get some more Samantha Jane there. Cool. Uh, any final thoughts? Well, thanks for hanging out with me, John, and I look forward to working with you on the rest of the course. Thanks for inviting me on as a guest with uh, the London Rio gang. Absolutely. Uh, Samantha, this has been out of this world. I never expected this thing to go this in these directions. So I'm very, very, very grateful of this whole podcast. I think it was amazing. Um, I'm so happy that you're here. Um, it means a lot. And uh, yeah, uh, so special thank you to you for coming, agreeing to come on. Well, thanks for having me. And to everyone out there listening, I wish you a good morning, a good afternoon or a good night wherever you may be in this crazy world.